Welcome to Ukulele is the New Black. I'm Meredith Harper and I love to play the ukulele. In this podcast, I talk to ukulele players to find out why they play ukulele, what they love about it and how it's changed their lives. I wanted to play an instrument because musicians are so cool and I wanted to be cool but I found playing an instrument was kind of hard. I tried the in today's episode, I have a chat to Lloyd, also known as Lloyd in his ukes, who talks about ukulele acquisition syndrome Christmas performances in Germany, and how George Formby featured in his tertiary studies. He also plays a couple of fantastic songs, and I'm sure you will enjoy them. Well, ukulele player, introduce yourself. Hello, I'm Lloyd, also known as Lloyd and his ukes. So how many ukes are there with Lloyd and his ukes? There are 57. 57? So 57, yeah, it's quite a lot for a (laughs) one-bedroom flat. But uh, yeah, all different sizes, shapes, you know. Wow, okay, so, um, and different purposes, I assume. Yeah, yeah, I've got a couple of sort of electric ones that I prefer to play when I'm gigging. Um, some that don't come out of the house very often. I've got a uh, Paul F. Summers ukulele from Hawaii. It's about 104 years old. So that doesn't oh, leave nice. the house very much, but it, it sounds really beautiful. Yeah, yeah, lovely. So you teach as well. So I assume some of those are for teaching purposes? Yeah, I've got some sort of, you know, just cheapo beginner ukes so that I can sort of lend them out to people who aren't quite sure. If they don't want to commit to buying a ukulele yet, you know, they can uh, they can borrow one of mine, see how they get on with it before they... You know, upgrade and get one of their own. Yeah, that's a good idea. But it's still, that is a lot of ukuleles. I'm, 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 so my, my rule of thumb is you'll have one ukulele for each year you've been playing, but you don't look old enough to have been playing for 57 years. <laughs> I'm only 27, <laughs> so I've got some, yeah. Um, all I can say is that ukulele acquisition syndrome is a real thing. Oh, yeah. And yes. it is not treatable. <laughs> no, quite right. <laughs> So tell me a little bit then. Uh, First of all, um, so you live in the UK, I know this. That's right, Tell me where you are. So I'm in a town called Ware in Hertfordshire, so that can cause some confusion when people ask, where do you live? Where? (laughs) Yes, that's what I'm asking you. Yeah, who's on on first? Yeah. Exactly, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's quite a nice little town. Um, There's a lot of live music that goes on around here, and um, we've got a ukulele group as well that I started about five years ago. Nice. So, yeah, it's no, it's a nice place to be. And you, I guess it must be summer for you at the moment. It doesn't look like it outside, I must say, but <laughs> it's supposed to be, yeah. We have had some nice weather, but today it's a bit grim. We've got, I think it's Storm Francis, I think, so we've got quite a bit of wind going on. Ah, but, okay, um, good day to be inside. Exactly, yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, it's, it's freezing cold winter here in Canberra. It was very frosty this morning, so I'm... I'm jealous. <laughs> Do you know what? I love the cold. I prefer the cold to the to the hot. So I think I'd rather be where you are. So if you want to yeah. fancy a swap, you know, just a little holiday. <laughs> I do like the long evenings, though, I must say. Playing yes. outside in gardens and pub gardens, you know. Yeah. yeah. I love yeah, all that in right. the summer. It's a great thing to do. So tell me then about, um, so what was your first instrument? I believe it was not ukulele. No, it was the trumpet. Um, I took that up when I was seven, I think. I had lessons at school played it all the way through till I was about 13 
and took up the tuba. Um, and it wasn't until I was probably 16, 17 that I picked up a ukulele. So, you know, relatively late in my musical learning. So what prompted the, the ukulele then? I literally just saw one hanging in a music shop window as I was walking by and it was, I think it was like £22. I thought, oh, that looks like a bit of fun. You know, I'll grab it. It was one of the um, <laughs> Makala, you know, the red ones with the dolphin at the bottom. Yeah. Um, and I just fell in love with it. You know, I, I really, really enjoyed it more than, more than playing the trumpet, almost as much as playing the tuba. But obviously <laughs> I kept, you know, working at it. And, you know, here I am 10 years and 57 ukuleles later. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a bit of a change from playing things that you blow in to things that you strum. It's a lot of a change, yeah. It took me a little while to get the hang of it. Um, things I don't have the patience. If I'm teaching somebody, I have a lot of patience. If I'm trying to teach myself, I have no patience. Right. So I jumped straight in trying to learn, I think it was Hey Soul Sister by Train, in E, B, C sharp minor and A. Oh, that's not a good starting key. <laughs> it's not, really. It's not. But um, after that, everything else seemed easy. Well, yes, so I'm, <laughs> I'm a firm believer in, you know, jumping in at the deep end because you know I think that's a, a good way to learn um, it's quite often what we'll do at my ukulele group is um, we'll take out a, a song that's quite hard and get people to keep playing and try and keep up with it and even if they're not playing just follow the chords and I mean we've we've progressed an awful lot through doing things like that it sort of makes you learn it's a, it's a challenge and it's something you want to work towards so um, but yeah, that, that, was, that was how I started. And then you continued, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Actually, at university, I wrote my dissertation on George Formby. Oh, wow. So, yeah, <laughs> I really, really enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, I think I might have been the only person who actually enjoyed doing a dissertation. I loved it. Um, I was really into it, you know. And we had to do a presentation. Uh, so I stood up the presentation with my little banjolele and started playing when I'm cleaning windows, you know. <laughs> But, oh, it was great, yeah. I really, really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, there can't be a lot of other people who've done that. that that's impressive. And how, how did it go down? Did you get good marks? Yeah, I did. Um, it, I can't remember off the top of my head. I mean, it was 2014. I graduated now. Um, but, you know, I was very pleased with how I did. And uh, one of the comments I think I got was, a George Formby dissertation needed writing, and you were the man for the job. <laughs> so, you know... I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's excellent. I love that. <laughs> so when did the ukulele acquisition syndrome start? must have been a couple of years in. So when I was about 18 or so, um, my second one I found when I was on holiday down in Devon or Cornwall somewhere. There was a, just a small music shop tucked in to a side street and uh, I went wandering in with my parents and I saw this beautiful... I forget what the make of it was now. Uh, Mahalo, I think. It's like the Les Paul type one. And uh, I said, oh, that looks nice. You know, just sort of hinting as, as kids do, you know, oh, that one looks very nice. Oh, you know, I'd quite like to try that one. So, you know, off it comes off the shelf, have a little twiddle. And, uh, you know, I enjoyed it. So my parents said, well, you know, I'll treat then. It's your birthday soon. So got that one for me. And then it just sort of carried on from there. I'd go into another music shop, see a type that I didn't have, but well, better add it to the collection you know <laughs> so it, it just yeah spiraled from there and now you know i'll see things on ebay or in little music shops or you know it's it's quite unique ones that i like as well yeah um 
So, I mean, I've got some sort of historic ones. I've got um, a Keech Banjolele. I've got a Macaferry Islander, you know, things like that. All different sizes and shapes and sounds. And yeah, I love it. So what would be your, your most unusual one? Um, I have a double ukulele, an Ortega, which has, it's an eight string and it's a four string. So you've got two necks on it. Oh, so that turns okay. a few heads. Yes. Yeah. How does it sound? Oh, beautiful. Really, really nice. Sort of really warm sound on the eight string. And then the, the four strings really sort of clear. And yeah, oh, it's lovely. Really lovely. Wow. So how do you play it? How many hands do you have? <laughs> Just the two. Just the two. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I use sort of loop pedals and effects pedals and stuff. So what that's good for, uh, for example, uh, I've forgotten the name of the song now. Don't worry, be happy. Yep. That's it. So I'll loop on my eight string. The, the chords right and then I'll put an octave pedal on so that I can play like the little bass bit on the eight string as well yep and then I will use the four string for the little do 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 okay nice so yeah yeah that sounds really good yeah I'm keen so I haven't got into the pedals as yet but it's one of those things that I think I'm afraid that if I if I started on that then I'd start spending all my money on that and you know how it is it's, it's, it spirals yeah. doesn't it <laughs> once you get it one really you want all does. the others <laughs> yeah it spirals surprisingly easily it's uh yeah i've i've got i think f- six pedals um i've got a looper i've got a reverb no it's not a reverb a delay sorry i've got like a wah pedal um the most useful one actually is a volume pedal so because mm. i play in a duo with a guy called paddy who plays the guitar and if i'm doing like a little solo I can turn the volume up from my pedal just while I'm playing the little solo and then turn it back down for when I start strumming again. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. Because you've got to get louder than the guitar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It is so handy. And they're not that expensive. And I think you can use it as an expression pedal. If I plugged it straight into my wire pedal, I can use it as an expression pedal for that as well. Oh, nice. So, all quite technical, but it's good fun. Good fun to play around, see what noises you can make, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So I looked at your website and you do a lot of things. So you teach, you play, yep. you sell things on your website, you sell bits and pieces. So uh, when, when did all of, I guess, what was the first thing you started to do aside from playing at home in your, in your living room? The first thing I think was teaching. I taught um, a couple of people when I was at university, um, some sort of fellow students. And there's a guy, I think he worked for the council, somehow came across me online and um, he used to come and have lessons every week. And he's now started his own ukulele group down in Hampshire. Um, and they run sort of different concerts and do a lot of fundraising. So that's really nice, you know. Um, so I keep in touch with him. Mm. But yeah, after that, I mean, I didn't really do any real public gigs on the ukulele until it might have been after, after university, I think. And I was quite shy at that point. I never used to sing very much. I used to sing very quietly. I could hold a tune, but, you know, I, yeah, I was very shy with it. But um, just through through practice and, you know, the amount of gigs I've done and whatnot, it's, I've become much more confident. And now gigging is the main thing that I do. Okay. So, so how often would you do that? Probably, it's usually at least twice a week. When oh, wow. COVID, when COVID's not around. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's ruined a lot of things. But, uh, yeah, usually every Friday and Saturday evening and occasionally on a Sunday afternoon as well. Because something I notice on your website too, you say you're an amateur musician, but you're not because if you're getting paid, you're professional. Well, yeah, yeah. 
Exactly, yeah, I should update that now. You should. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't sell yourself short. <laughs> Mate, if you're doing two, two paid gigs a week, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. Do you know, I'd completely missed that, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so speaking of COVID, so, so I guess the gigs have stopped. Are you still able to do some teaching, sort of, you know, like um, remote teaching? Yeah, I've, um, I've taught over Zoom. Um, it's a bit strange. But it, you know, it works just about. The only problem I find is that you can't both play at the same time because of the delay. Mm. So if I want to hear what they're playing, I've got to mute myself and listen to the student. Or, you know, if they need to hear what I'm playing, they have to mute themselves and strum along with me. And I've just got to assume that they're doing it right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very, it's very strange, but... Yeah, it's a look, you, you do what you can do. At least it keeps a little, exactly. bit, of, little bit of money dribbling in, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. But I mean, it's given me a really good opportunity to write songs as well, because obviously I work full time and then I've got, you know, gigs. I run a ukulele group. I've got um, on a Monday, I spend the whole day rehearsing. Um, so it's been really nice to have time to sit down and just write songs. Yeah. So I think I've written about 10 during lockdown, which I'm really pleased with. Oh, wow. So what, what, what kind of things do you write about? All sorts, really. Just whatever comes to my head. Um, yeah. There's a few sort of, you know, the typical unrequited love type stuff. Um, I wrote a song called London Thieves, which is about, well, a gang of thieves in London, like 18th century London and what they get up to. Um, and then I wrote one called uh, The Dragon They Call War. So it's basically about how years ago it was like foretold that there would be fire and storms that bring destruction to the earth. But it's actually us that have brought it on ourselves through war and, you know, bombs and whatnot. So just 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 light stuff then you you're writing about. <laughs> yeah, just you know cheerful little ditties, you know. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, all sorts. I write a few sort of funny songs and yeah, just whatever I feel like really. Oh, nice. Now I didn't ask you. I know you're going to play a couple of songs. Is is one of the ones you're going to play one you've written? Yes, it is. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Well, now might be a good time, seeing as we're we're discussing it. Tell me about okay. this one. So this song is called One Day. Um, it's basically about how, you know, better things are coming. Don't worry about what's going on now because there are better times ahead, which is, I think, a message that um, I wrote this sort of in the, middle of, in the middle of lockdown. So I think it was a message that some people may have needed to hear. I think we all need to hear it right now. So, yeah, looking forward to it. <laughs> light shines in through your window as the day turns to dusk and you sit in your favorite chair never alone because you have a dream you've read all the stories and they cannot compare the brutal reality strips it away when it's hard to get out of your bed one more day But will you please listen to the words that I have to say One day you'll wish for the sun still to rise You'll see the stars through the tears in your eyes One day you'll awaken like leaves on the trees Soon you'll laugh softly like fresh summer breeze I know it's not easy, but there's hope for you, yeah. 
Now learn how to love, forgive and forget. Just promise me, don't you give up today. The fairy tales speak of a prince, a beautiful life filled with dancing and laughter. Your truth was as good as these lies. There's something unreachable that you're still chasing after. But please turn the page. You've got to read on. 'Cause here comes the good part you've missed for so long. Will you please learn so these words were not written in vain? For the sun still to rise, you'll see the stars through the tears in your eyes. One day you'll awaken like leaves on the trees. Soon you'll laugh softly like fresh summer breeze. I know it's not easy, but there's hope for you yet. You'll learn how to love, forgive and forget. Just promise me, don't you give up today. Some dark days to get through. Just know that I'll always be right here for you. You're loved and you're valued, so try to keep hold. There's nothing that's sadder than a story untold. So please hear my words and sing with me loud as you can. One day you'll wish for the sun still to rise. You'll see the stars through the tears in your eyes. One day you'll awaken like leaves on the trees. Soon you'll laugh softly like fresh summer breeze. I know it's not easy, but there's hope for you yet. You'll learn how to love, forgive and forget. Just promise me, don't you give up today. Don't you give up today. Don't you give up today? Wow, that's fantastic! I love that song. Really nice. Thank you. Thank you very much. And you do have a lovely voice too. Thank you. And tell me what what ukulele? I couldn't see your ukulele down there. Uh, that is a Carla. It's one of the uh, thin, like the travel. Oh yes, oops. I know those ones. Yeah, they love that. They have a really yeah. nice sound to them. Yeah. Oh, it makes a lovely sound. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So so clear and warm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just sounded great. Oh, wonderful. Thank you. Really nice. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, so, tell me about your ukulele group. Then, what inspired you to start the group? Um, I'd not lived up in Ware long. I'd lived here a few months, and I thought, you know, what this place needs is a ukulele group. You know, as every town I think needs. Well, so, most towns do have them now, but yes. Obviously, well, yeah, obviously that's they right. didn't have one then. No, no, more fool them. That's all I'll say. <laughs> but <laughs> so. I sort of went and I designed some little flyers and I, I went around all on my own just posting them through letterboxes and putting up posters, um, advertising online and that was in sort of February kind of time and in April I had my first phone call so it took a little while mm. and a gentleman called Malcolm phoned me and he said oh uh, very interesting your ukulele group how many other people have you got? <laughs> I was like well uh, it's just you at the moment and he was like oh right okay well you know, call me back if you get somebody else. So a few days later, I had a message come through 
um, a website that I was advertising on and um, there was a lady saying, oh I play a ukulele, you know, can I join? So the three of us went and sat in a cafe on Ware High Street and we said, right, we're going to start on this day, this time, this is the music we're going to play. And I think we had seven or eight people at our first rehearsal. Oh, that's pretty good. Um, yeah, it's not bad, actually. It was more than I was expecting, I must say. <laughs> I thought it might just be the three of us. But, um, yeah, and now we've got sort of 25, 30 members. Oh, so, that's a good number, yeah. Yeah, yeah, really good. So very pleased with it all. And you do performances as a group or just get together? We do, yeah. Play, yeah? Um, well, we, we practice once a week. At the moment, we're practicing on Zoom, but um, usually we all you know get together in, um, in the cellar in the local pub uh, so you know we can have a pint or two. And um, yeah, we play at sort of festivals and fates, and I think we've done a wedding. Um, yeah, we we did anything, charity gigs. If you want us, we'll play. You know. <laughs> so we've even been to Germany as well twice. Oh wow! So now they like their ukuleles in Germany. I know this. Yeah, there's there's a town called Wolfrath, which is where's Twin Town, and it was during the carnival one year that we met the one of the twinning committee from Wolfrath and he said to us oh you should come over for our Christmas market and we thought you know yeah okay yeah might as well and we sort of stopped and seriously thought about it and we're like actually why not you know that could be fun so we did we played um, out on the streets um, we played in a church for a concert there which was it was quite funny because that was all it was choral music mainly it was all quite slow and relaxing and beautiful and then we got up started off with johnny be good and run run rudolph you know <laughs> but <laughs> but no they loved it they really loved it i think he said they've never had a ukulele group in their town before oh so wow. it was a real novelty for everyone yeah, yeah. um oh it was so much fun such lovely people as well so we went uh in 2019 as well um we went sort of for an extra day so that we got to explore and mm. um we played, I think, for an hour and a half on the little stage at the Christmas market. But if you imagine what you think a stereotypical little German town is like with a Christmas market, it is exactly like that. Oh, okay. It is, yeah. Oh, it's lovely. Just yeah. such a nice atmosphere and it's really, really Christmassy. It's lovely. Nice. Oh, that's great. And you also play, so you also said you play with the duo. And I saw on your website there's a, a trio as well you play in. Yes, yeah. So the trio... Um, we're not active at the moment, um, obviously. Yeah. Well, our, our bass player passed away a couple of weeks ago. Oh, no. Um, yeah, so we're not sure what of yet, but um, yeah, it was very, very sad. Mm. So I'm not sure what's going to happen with, with the trio now. Um, but like I say, we, you know, we've still got the main group. We've still got, I've still got um, the guy that I play with, Paddy. So um, I'll certainly keep active with playing anyway. You yeah. Know. And I saw you sell things on your website too. So where, where did do, do, do people buy stuff? Does it do well? Um, I've not been doing it long, right. so I've not sold a great too deal. Too soon to um, say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's no, it's just something I thought. You know, why not? Yeah, a lot why of, not? I know a lot of ukulele players, mm. and it could be useful to them. You know, and then if anyone in the group, you know, needs new strings or a new tuner, I mean, I'm sure you know how it is with tuners. One minute it's there, the next minute it's. <laughs> Oh, you you Gone. can't you can't have enough tuners and you can't have enough capos. They always no. disappear. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I thought you know it might it might be it might be useful. So I've sold a few little bits and bobs, um, sold a couple of practice diaries and um, yeah. So yeah, I saw the practice diary. I haven't seen one of those before. That looks interesting. Yeah, it's something that 
when I started my music lessons on trumpet, I used to have. Um, I think it's just a good way, especially if you're if you're teaching somebody, it's a good way to keep track of what's going on every week. Um, I can't remember how many lessons it's got space for, but it, in each page you can put in what went well um, and what needs work. You can it's got some spaces to write chord uh, diagrams on it, so that every week you can sort of set a few to work on, um, and then you can tick off at the bottom which days you've practiced. So it's just an easy way to keep track of you know what you're practicing or if you're a teacher, what you're teaching. Mm, that sounds really good. So um, and what, what's your website again? I'll, I will put it in the show notes, but UK listeners yeah. might like to go and buy that. Yeah, it's uh, lloydandhisukes.co.uk. Well, that's easy, isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so do you have another song for me? Yes, I will certainly play you another one. This I'm going to play you a cover, if I may. Yeah, please do. <clears throat> so this is a song by the Eagles, and it is called Desperado. Excellent. Desperado, why don't you come to your senses? You've been out riding fences for so long now. You're a hard one. I know that you got your reasons. These things that are pleasing you can hurt you somehow. Don't you draw the queen of diamonds, boy She'll beat you if she's able You know the queen of hearts is always your best bet It seems to me some fine things Have been laid upon your table But you only want the ones that you can get Desperado Oh, you ain't getting no younger Your pain and your hunger Are driving you home And freedom, oh freedom Well, that's just some people talking Your prison is walking Through this world all alone Don't your feet get cold in the winter time the sky won't snow and the sun won't shine It's hard to tell the night time from the day You're losing all your highs and lows Ain't it funny how the feeling goes away Desperado Why don't you come to your senses Come down from your fences and open the gates It may be raining, but there's a rainbow above you You better let somebody love you Let somebody love you You better let somebody love you Before it's too late 
was fantastic. Lovely. Really nice. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's a great song anyway, but yeah, you did a nice arrangement of that. Really good. Thank you. It's one of my favourites to play, actually, that one. Yeah, I played it in a uh, in a cave called Wookie Hole recently. Oh, wow. I've got um, a particular chamber in there where they usually have sort of weddings and choirs and all this kind of thing. I was just visiting with my family and I had a ukulele with me, as I always do. And uh, I, I said, oh, would you uh, mind if I got my ukulele out and played a song? And the cave guy was like, please do, you know, go for it. And the acoustics are absolutely incredible. Wow. Um, the sound just goes on and on and on. Apparently they could hear it echoing all down through the valley. And, huh. Yeah. Amazing. I did put the video of it on my YouTube as well. So, um, oh, I'll have to look that yeah. one up. Oh, yeah. it, was, it was beautiful. Yeah. yeah so Quite nice. an experience. Yeah. Oh, that's great. All right. Well, I think it's time for my last question, which is how has ukulele changed your life? The ukulele has taken over my life um (laughs) in a good way in a good way i mean when i moved up to where um because i haven't always lived here i've been here five six years now when i moved up i didn't know anybody so through starting the ukulele group i've made so many new friends you know um it's got me out and about and it's got me doing what i love which is performing um i've always preferred performing to sort of the more academic things or you know writing essays and stuff um and I think it's given me more confidence as well, um, just through practicing and through gigging in front of people. Um, yeah, so it's it's changed my life certainly for the better. I think. I'm, I'm sure my girlfriend would argue with uh, you know what with all the space taken up. <laughs> <in the flat>. But <laughs> I think it's been a, a hugely positive thing. Great. Yeah. Well, it certainly sounds like it's you, you're doing so many things. I think it's 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 wonderful. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for chatting to me today. Um, it's oh, been thank a, you for having me. Yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure. Likewise, yeah, definitely. Ukulele is a New Black is produced by me, Meredith Harper. I wrote the theme tune and I performed it with Jasmine Fellows, Jeff Skellums, Jim Croft, Paul Marsh, Chris Williams and Sandra Shaw. Seb Carrero does the graphic design. If you want more information about any of the things mentioned in today's podcast, there are links in the show notes as well as a playlist with songs relating to today's episode on the Ukulele is the New Black YouTube channel. If you enjoy this podcast, please give it a rating or review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser or wherever you listen to your podcasts and tell your friends. Episodes are released every second Monday and you can subscribe pretty much anywhere podcasts are found. I'll be back with another episode in two weeks. Beautiful. Really nice. Thank you. Hang on, I've lost my headphones. They've fallen off. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. That's better. Ah, There we go. (laughs) Now you can hear me. Yes. Because it's the new black.